This 2023 Bristol NASCAR Weekend Recap Edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any football game only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars finally we're brought to you by hall of fame bets the sports betting research platform for parlays player props and game lines download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month and start making smarter bets today drivers start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. It feels like forever because this weekend extended itself. Friday was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We went all day Sunday with no race. Here we are on the week on the recap. It's like I almost feel like we didn't. Uh, <laughs> we should have already yeah, it recapped does. it. It does feel like it's been a while since the race has <laughs> happened, but long weekend. Can't complain about that. It was a good week, though. Uh, you know, a lot of good racing. The bets were were so so. We did hit a couple of outrights, so that kind of kept the kept the streak going there. We won the head to head in the battle of the podcast in the truck series, so that was nice as well. Uh, the rest of the bets, you know, eh, weren't the best, but we did kind of preface this week with saying it was going to be a crazy week too. So obviously, as always, we'll go through the bets and uh, and recap all of that stuff. And uh, yeah. It's almost like you got to treat Bristol like a super speedway in that, you know, you just got to say, well, it could go our way or everybody could wreck. And then we're talking about, you know, uh, four cars on the lead lap because everybody else is is wrecked a lap down. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, there was a lot of action this week and a lot of good racing. However, I will say that of the three, I think the cup was the least entertaining as far as just of the three, I I I think I rank in I rank them in terms of Xfinity trucks and then Cup. I don't know what what your what your opinion is on that. Yeah, I would say that's probably accurate. I know that on the the Gluck poll, it was like sixty eight percent or something for the good race. I I still do think it was a good race, but again, we've gotten spoiled with some of the the really good racing, especially on the mile and a half and stuff. The short track package it still needs work, right? And then NASCAR knows that, and they're looking at it. Um, and so it was a lot of of follow the leader ish, but guys like Denny Hamlin went all the way to the back and fought their way back up there. So it's not like it was it was completely that way. The bottom groove for a while, the top groove came in. You could run both. You could run either. Um, so it wasn't a bad race. Obviously, the last what was it 130 laps were all green flag, no late race restarts. That plays into a lot of people's opinions of it. But overall, not a bad race. I thought there was plenty of excitement going on. And, uh, and, and yeah, it was a good one, I think. Well, and it's so that's the thing too. And we've talked about this before. There's a difference between good and then entertaining. I mean, a good race. Yeah. I definitely thought it was a great, you know, it was a great race, but as far as entertainment value, like that's what I was saying. Like, so you would, I would say the Xfinity was the more entertaining of the three and then trucks. And then, and then we try to tell people those, those series are super entertaining. I mean, 
you get some some crazy good racing. What's up, Nick Fortune? Nick in the chat. Gents, how's it going? Um, there is a lot to talk about though, Rod. I do want to. I, I want to start off a little bit of a somber note. Um, Sherry Pollux passed away this this past weekend. A uh, longtime partner for Martin Truex Jr., a fixture in the NASCAR garage. Obviously, the the Sherry Strong stuff and the things that she did in the the fight for for cancer research and helping children and everything. Uh, it's it's stuff that's going to live on forever through the Sherry Strong Foundation and and Truex's foundation as well. Does a lot of stuff with that. So uh, want to just say you know rest in peace her and thoughts with her family. Of course, it's very sad and. Uh, I know it's it's something that that I've been personally affected by is cancer, and I'm sure pretty much everyone has. I know Ty Tiger in the Discord chat was saying something his mom has battled, and so uh, again, this it sucks. Cancer, cancer sucks. Took one of my best friends from me a couple of years ago, and and it's just horrible. So uh, you know, thoughts with with her family, with Truex. I know they were no longer together, but they spent a long time together. They were. We're long-term partners for a long time, and, and so I'm sure that uh, he's feeling that as well. And uh, yeah, just just thoughts out to them. Yeah, again, it was we we all knew something was going on last season. I'm sure he's probably uh, battled with it as well. I mean, it, like we said, it's hard to separate what's going on in your head from what's going on in the car. And we've noticed that it's been tougher lately for Martin Truex Jr. Could have been a, a little bit of a reason. I mean, that's obviously a distraction that nobody wants. And, uh, uh, you know, everybody would love for everybody to be healthy in their life. So when something like that happens, you know, it's very hard to come up and, and, and find your way to, to being able to focus uh, on, on something. I, I don't want to say as trivial as racing, but you know what I'm saying. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, definitely, exactly. definitely so. thoughts with everybody involved. And I know that it took my grandmother a few years ago and, and our family still, you know, still doesn't necessarily feel a hole without her, but definitely thoughts with that. So yes, yes, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of news this weekend in the NASCAR world. Uh, they did announce Bristol is going to be concrete both races. Thank God. Um, it sounds like we're getting pretty close to the schedule. There's been a couple of different leaks as far as what the schedule may look like. I think that Bristol won't be on Easter weekend. They're going to shuffle some things around. Obviously, we don't have the full schedule yet, but Bristol Dirt is over with. I think it was a good uh, a good different, different thing, and it was nice to change it up. I think it ran its course. I would like to see an Eldora, a Knoxville, something like that, more so than throwing dirt on an already good track, but you know, neither here nor there. Uh, so that was obviously announced. Um, Spire Motorsports purchases the Live Fast Charter, forty million dollars. Rod, um, just woof, that is crazy. Uh, BJ McLeod, obviously Matt Tift own that charter. Uh, they're still going to be around in the Xfinity series, so maybe that influx of cash they'll use over there in the Xfinity series would be nice to see them. Maybe, uh, maybe turn that you know over to that program. Um, but Spire, obviously gets a third charter so they're going to have three cars it's going to be Corey lajoy it's going to be carson hosovar even though that's not officially announced uh jordan bianchi and jeff gluck like they could not have beat around the bush on that anymore without just outright saying it um when it came to their their podcast this week so obviously i think that's done um and then a couple of, of comments here Old-fashioned football. Hey, look, these cool-looking fellers. What's up, Justin? What's up, Justin? Or it could be Miranda. We don't know. Hey, Miranda. Could be. Uh, Nick Fortune, Bristol deserves a contract or concrete track, not dirt. Uh, didn't care for that racetrack on dirt. I think uh, I think we should go to uh, <laughs> I think we should go to Knoxville, Nick, and, and then you and I can go to that race with uh, with Justin and Miranda. See? See? Uh, just referring to Rod only. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. There's more news, but uh, I suppose we should probably hit the commercial break, huh? Look at you. You're a pro. Yes, let's go there. I was trying to find a way to make that more smooth of a transition, but here we are. <laughs> now, we'll get you there. We'll get you there. This is what I do to make a smooth transition. We're back with another week of football. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5. You get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. DraftKings not stopping there. No, sir. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. I'm already loving 
the lines out there. I, I found a prop that I love. I'm going to probably give it out on the prop cast, but I'll give it to you guys here. Maybe before they pull it down on DraftKings. They are offering a special on Thursday Night Football for Christian McCaffrey to rush for 100 yards and get a rushing touchdown somewhere in the vicinity of plus 350. You know we love our plus money bets. Go pounce on that now. Uh, I, I won't give you all the stats. you got to read my article for that, but I will say that's a great bet. Football's more fun when you're in the action. Download the app now. Sign up with code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. Crown's yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Hate buying tickets. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Well, I should say I hated buying tickets. Now... I don't mind it so much because now when I procrastinate and I can't figure out if I'm going to go see a show, when I'm going to go see it, if I can actually see it in, in time to buy tickets cheap enough, that those days are gone. Game time app has changed the whole game for it now. Now I can wait until the very last minute to buy tickets because I don't have to worry about price gouging. I can actually get better deals if I wait. They give us flash deals for last minute ticket purchases. Then they also give us uh, great deals on last minute ticket purchases and all that other great stuff. And then when I buy the tickets, they send me a picture and I get to envision myself sitting in that seat, looking out on the stage from where I will be sitting just few days away. You too should get in on that experience. Forget planning the months in advance. All you have to do is, is take advantage of Game Dime's deals on tickets, even right up to the day of the event. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, Cody, the truck started us off on Thursday night. I figure we should go all the way back to Thursday night because it's ex it's exciting. It's exciting because, first of all, Rye, what's up, Rye? And what's those up, Rye? Flacos saying what's yeah, up, gents. What's up? Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. We love live, love live on a Monday. But um, we get bragging rights in the first ever show off or showdown, or we did show off, in the uh, in the two shows, the two truck shows between uh, the NASCAR betting preview show and ours, we are crowned the champs. Now, of course, Cody, you have a lot to do with why we're champions, yeah. uh, but it's fantastic. It was hey, so much team, fun. It was a team effort. It was a team effort. It was a team effort, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, that was that had something on it the whole way through. I, your our little uh, text chain was blowing up uh, all 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 race long, but that was a lot of fun to keep uh, keep up with because. In the end, that truck race, I mean, we didn't give out any proper bets on the show like we normally do, but the ones that we gave out, obviously, uh, we had a lot of fun keeping up with. And that race in and of itself had a lot of twists and turns uh, and some yeah. wrecked out trucks, too. Yeah, yeah, it was an exciting race. Again, the Thursday night, the trucks under the lights, right? Next round of the playoffs, winning you're in, right? You're into the championship. You get a whole month to prepare. And then, Rod, they go out and they let the best driver in the best truck that whole month to prepare. My guy, Corey Heim. Sad I didn't bet on him, but I was still rooting for him, of course. Uh, loved it. Obviously gets the win. Leads, what, last two, three laps? I mean, he, he ran Eckes down there at the very end. Eckes had the dominant car truck on the night. Uh, again, the racing gods, they always even it out. Last week, led, what, two or three laps? Got him in overtime at the end there. This week, dominates the race. Loses in the last two or three laps. It all balances itself out in the end. But, uh, yeah, Corey Heim gets the victory. He's locked in. He's he's racing for a championship in Phoenix. Um, speaking of silly season news, I would not be surprised to see him getting announced to that uh, JGR number 20 car pretty soon. I, I would imagine they're finalizing deals details for that. But, uh, yeah, this was a great race. Again, trucks always produce fast race. I, I, would wanna, I don't remember if it was Phil or Derek, somebody – in the chat when we were we were texting throughout the race was like wow it's over already like that race blew by because it was what 150 laps and it was just i mean those laps tick off so fast obviously we had a couple of of big incidents and stuff like that but uh 
laps ticked off quick and uh, and got this race in the books quickly. Well, and so I told you guys as well, I said, you know, I actually had to watch it a little bit later on in the evening, so I was fast-forwarding yeah. it, and I was like, I felt like I literally <laughs> didn't watch anything. So Two- Rod watched the show their whole race in 20 minutes without his fast-forwarding <laughs> through any of the action. Honestly, <laughs> it was an hour and 16 minutes was the entire race. That is that is insane for a NASCAR Crazy. race. doesn't matter what series yeah. it is. 116, 200 laps. There's only four cautions for 33 of those laps, but I mean, I'm telling you right now, that race went like that. And uh, 150 laps that Christian Eckes led, Corey Heim leads six, uh, Zane Smith leads 43. But more importantly, rather, uh, excuse me, we had we had the bets that we laid out between Derek, Cody, Phil, and I. Uh, Derek started off with pick, uh, Parker Kligerman over Matt DiBenedetto. And listen, I was going to draft this one as well. I'm glad that he took this from me because all of a sudden, Matt DiBenedetto once again gets a top 10 finish Parker Kligerman really just buried. He didn't have much of a, a race. He's finished in 18th, but like he wasn't really running anywhere near the front all day yeah. long. We he started he uh, officially 28th, but I think he ended up going to the rear, didn't he? I think they yep. changed something, yep. and so it starts at the back. Again, in such a short race, not very much time to uh, much the opposite of the cup race. Right, you got 500 laps. We saw Danny go to the back. You saw Larson go to the back fought their way back forward because they had so much time didn't have that time here in the truck race um so yeah this one didn't cash we did agree with them so obviously you know again this isn't structured the same way we normally do but we suggested this was a good bet i did anyways at least uh unfortunately didn't cash uh but did give out the grant and finger top five that was my first draft pick um plus 100 again we had that little inside info on how fast that truck was going to be unfortunately it wasn't the the fast winning truck maybe we'd hoped but he was up there all day. I mean, he started 13th, so back a little bit, but he was fast in practice um, and then shot up through the field quickly and, and kind of settled into that third to fifth place area and ran there the rest of the race. Ends up finishing third, so if you grabbed him top three, maybe a little bit of a better price, that's great. Hopefully you listen to us live on, on Wednesday night because by Thursday morning, that had gone from plus 100 to like minus 160, I think I saw. Uh, it swung, swung really fast, so hopefully you got in on that and cashed that one. And what's crazy about that one is that I think Pitt's strategy took him out of there for a little bit, but as things started cycling back around and he, he started catching up to other trucks, he caught back up. So uh, that one was never in doubt, except it was for a half a second. If if something crazy would have went down and he would have got caught out, then that would have not been good. So I'm glad we cashed yeah, that that's one. That's when you're always on these shorter tracks. You're always holding your breath when mm-hmm. when they go off strategy and they come in early or something. It's like now they're two laps down and like this is going to be the perfect strategy if they don't get a caution or if this doesn't end and woof, luckily it paid off for him. Yeah. I'm so, Oh my God. I'm so glad it paid <laughs> off for him. Um, all right. This next one was Matt Crafton over Ben Rhodes that Phil gave. And I sort of, I co-signed on this one because I, I was pretty high on Crafton all race long anyways. Well, Crafton wasn't high on Crafton, uh, all race long. Unfortunately, he finished 16th, started 21st. Crafton was nowhere near the front ever at any point in this race he was always just right there in the middle of the pack running around and uh for ben rhodes obviously he was up in front uh he started 18th but boy he found his way up front pretty quickly actually uh was 10th in both stages at the end of them and finished in seventh place so uh unfortunately yeah this one didn't cash for for phil yeah it's just been rough couple of weeks for uh for uh crafting it's not been things just just haven't quite gone his way again he's held on for a 16th place finish but wasn't really up in the mix all day and and Rhodes just kind of again wasn't super fast but he ends up being the top finishing forward at at seventh place and I mean yeah Connor Jones was the next best forward at 15th so uh rough rough night for the Ford crowd for sure um obviously we told you to stay away from Ty Majeski the odds on favorites uh they they didn't have not found a way they found a way to bleed the air out of the tires haven't found a way to put the air back in the tires when they go flat so didn't quite work out for them i just had to throw that out there uh rod you had the kligerman top three plus 750 we already kind of talked about that obviously this one just didn't uh if he'd had a better starting spot maybe you get a better chance but uh, again such a short race having to start in the back it, it was it was pretty rough on this one Derek had the top four to Zane Smith, a plus 145. Uh, this one looked good for a while, right? Especially after Majeski, because I think Majeski had his issues earlier uh, on in base. Zane Smith, uh, you know, fifth in stage one, he's hanging out there. Second in stage two, 
And then what was it with, was he another flat? There was a lot of flat tires in this race. Yeah, I think I he, yeah. Thursday seems like it was like a week ago. So. It does. Um, I think he did end up <laughs> I don't having, remember exactly. having an issue too that, that shuffled him back to 24th place. It was, he led 43 laps in this and I think it was, he got yeah. caught up in one of the, of, the yeah, yeah. some type of incident or, or whatever. So unfortunately this one didn't catch, but like we said, the Fords weren't that great. Rhodes at nine to one was actually one I had written down as one of my, maybe I would draft these picks. I'm kind of sad I never mentioned that because obviously that would have been the one that cashed as, as the top Ford. Um, but uh, they kind of pinned it right on, on the Majeski thing. They were, they were a little torn on that, right? I think Phil was kind of liked Majeski a little and, and Derek didn't. And then after they discussed it, they decided to this would be the way to go against Majeski. Right call there, unfortunately, didn't work out for Zane. Um, let's see what do we have now. Oh, this was Kosovar. this was I was rooting for this one to yep. switch at the end, right? I wanted Hosovar to get around Endfinger so we could cash both the top three and the top five. Missed the Hosovar top three plus one twenty five. Just missed it by one spot. He finishes in fourth. Started second. Uh, ran an okay race. I don't know. He wasn't that impressive throughout the race. Like he was second in stage one, but then he kind of fell back in stage two. Didn't really have as good of a truck as I had maybe hoped he would. Um, but a fourth place finish, a solid day for him. Unfortunately, just misses this bet by one spot. Yep. And again, for him, it was just a matter of, yeah, he just didn't, he didn't have the one to compete, to compete with everybody that was up front all day long. So um, this next one was heartbreak because it was cashing most of the day and then it didn't. So uh, Phil. Our side cashed. <laughs> Oh, well, our side did catch. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it did. This cash. is the one. Yeah, this is the one we went head to head. That's right. Literally head to head with. That's right. On. I I couldn't. I saw it Thursday so far away because it was the fact that yeah, Sanchez was up front ahead of Sawalich all day long, and then Sawalich uh, because Sanchez ended up getting involved in his mess. No, uh, other way. I, I mean, <sighs> <laughs> it's been a long week. It's been a long. Oh week. man, I so so we had the Sanchez side of it, and they had the the Sawalich side of it, and. You come out, Swalich wins the the Arca race. He wins the championship for Arca, all this. And it's like, ah, oh, here we go. And then Sanchez, I see a picture of his truck like 20 minutes before the race in the garage, on the jet. Like, they're tearing all this shit off of it, trying to make these changes. For their, and I'm like, oh, boy, our bet's fucked already. Like, we've already lost this one. Starts on the back. But he had a great day. Worked his way up through the field, finishing in ninth after starting 35th. Um, so... I guess he could start at the back and work his way up, but but maybe not the Clickerman. So that'll tell you what it'll tell you. Um, but then Swalich was actually running really well, um, and he was caught up in one of those incidents and ends up with a 30th place finish. Not uh, not indicative of, of really how his night was, though, because he started up near the front. He didn't get in the top 10 in either stage, but he was running pretty decent throughout the night, and obviously well ahead of Sanchez for a majority of the night before his uh, his incident. And he was a top 10 truck a majority of the time, just at the end of the stages. He wasn't necessarily there, but he was running in and around the top 10. So, yeah, I mean, look at, and I said it too. I was like, I wanted to take the, the Swalich side of this because I thought he was, I thought he was due for a good day, but I just thought Sanchez would be better. Of course, I was right. And uh, Phil was wrong. So we cashed that and won the uh, overall. So, Yay for us on that one. So good job, Cody. Way, way to come through. Yeah, and we tossed out some outrights too. Uh, Host of R at six to one ends up in fourth. So you know he's kind of in the in the mix there. End finger at six to one ends up in third. So uh, and then Clickerman thirty to one. Obviously he wasn't really factor, but had some guys that were in fast trucks that were up there near the front. Uh, didn't think X would have the the rocket ship he had. Obviously he dominated this race and Corey Heim gets it done. Uh, just didn't seem like the track type to take him on necessarily. And he wasn't the best truck throughout the night. Put it together at the end. It was was beautiful how he ran him down, how he, he used the traffic to his advantage and got around him there at the end. So, yeah, that's, uh, that wraps up the trucks. No truck race this weekend, unfortunately. They'll be back in a couple of weeks for Talladega. Oh, I'm excited for that. Dega, baby. Feels like and F1. That's, that's one of the reasons that, and we'll talk about this with the cup. Like, I think this is the most important round. I think this race this weekend is the most important race to win in the Cup Series as far as playoff drivers go because of tracks like Talladega being in this. So like a guy like Corey Heim, he doesn't have to worry now. Uh, you go over to the Truck Series playoff standings and Zane Smith is 14 points below the cutoff. If he has a bad race at Talladega, could be could be rough for Zane, a guy who's been the favorite since the beginning of the season, right? 
Um, and then guys like Ty Majeski is 22 points back underneath the cut line. Ben Rhodes is 19 points back. Those guys have rough weeks at, at Talladega. It's going to make for a lot of work at Martinsville for them. Be fun to break that down in a couple of weeks. We'll move on to the Xfinity, but first, let's tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. Sporting bet, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. You can research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bets with historical stats and data. Very important if you're trying to make informed decisions. Enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame Bets Revolutionary Parlay Optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside, or as we know now, drive alongside, your favorite football team or racers all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game or race by going 5 for 5 It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. The streak of outrights continued into the Xfinity series where we hit uh, another outright. Stop us if you heard this one, but we hit an outright this weekend. Rod, Rod got one in there finally. Finally, uh, Jesus. Uh, on the one, we'll talk about it, but the one I argued with you about, the one I said I didn't like. Uh, oops, my bad. <laughs> hey, listen, and I and I told you I'm going to stand fast on it. You can't talk me off the ledge. Thank God. You did. So, uh, you did. I, I had John Arnimacek over Justin Allgaier, plus 110. Again, I just like this uh, because John Hunter is going to be fast every week. He's going to he's going to perform well. You know that. With Allgaier, it's been a lot of up and down. You're just not always, uh, it's not always a guarantee that he's going to finish well. So I thought a plus money. It was a good bet to make. I would probably make it again despite the results. Obviously, Allgaier wins the race, but Nemechek right there in third place is one of the better cars on the day. Exactly what you expect. So uh, I don't feel like this was a bad bet. Obviously, it did not cash, but I would place it again. If you're going to give me John Hunter uh, plus money to anyone pretty much anywhere, uh, it's going to be pretty hard for me to, to not take that bet. Well, I tried to warn you, but you didn't listen, and that's okay. That's <laughs> that's just the way it is. Um, here's the thing, though, and and for John Hunter Nemechek, this was a day where I felt like he was laying low. I I didn't necessarily think he was uh, asserting himself in the way that we normally see him. Started third, finished third, right? Just a very ho hum day for him. Only led one lap. Didn't necessarily factor into the winning strategy of the whole thing. I just feel like he was logging laps. You know, he was just sort of not trying to get into trouble. And listen. For what happened in this race, I think he's happy that he finished third because, boy, let me tell you, every we were high on, on junior motorsports. Well, unfortunately, they decided this was the week that they all didn't want to finish. They all wanted to take each other out, and uh, and they ended up doing exactly that. So, do a <laughs> oh frustrating day for them, Whoa, which yeah. <laughs> took out this bet right here, and that was Josh Berry over Trevor Bain. And look, for Trevor Bain's sake, what a good race he ended up running, right? I mean, we we said that Trevor Bain was probably going to have a very good race, but I I also argued that, you know, even if Trevor Bain finishes inside the top five, I think Barry's got a, a top four machine at least, or a top three machine at least. Well, Barry had a fast car. He started second, right? And, and led, or not led, but uh, at the very least was in the front very, very a big portion of the beginning of this race. So that was not a bad bet overall at all, right? It was looking pretty good. Trevor Bain, on the other hand, starts 12th. He does wind up with a seventh place finish, so good for him to be able to get there. But the biggest thing of all is when the nine, the eight, and the one all decide we're done for the day. We're no, just going to no. go ahead. They, did, they didn't all decide, right? Well, one okay. guy decided. One guy and, decided. Uh, to quote Sam Mayer, that's not a Cup Series driver move. That is not what a the Cup fuck are you doing, Josh Perry? I don't know. Oh, man. What I mean, he just like ah, oh, 
He closed I up on him, and that was not. He did not leave. And listen to me, I. 100% agree with Sam Mayer. That was not a move that no. Barry should have made, especially on he a was, teammate. He was pissed, yeah. And then he took out another team. Catching strays for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. My next bet, Brandon Jones, top five, plus 225. Rod, he comes out. He looks good. He looks fast. He's fast in practice. He's pretty decent in qualifying. Starts in eighth. Running up front, third place in stage one. And then, wrong place, wrong time. Josh Berry takes his anger out on Sam Mayer and just bowling balls through three of the five JRM cars. Oh, man. I, I don't understand it, though. I Honestly, to me, that type of a move, and, and for Brandon Jones, I mean, obviously, like you said, he was one of the faster cars, and we probably would have cashed his outright if he would have been able to stay in the race because that's how fast he was. Of course, you know, pit, stu- uh, pit stuff shuffles him back. He's in the in the mix of everything that's going on so frustrating when that type of thing happens to a very fast car i mean barry and mayor they were where they were at and they were probably not going to be too much better than where they were i mean sam mayor was uh was running pretty well as well for most of the day he started in 11th right and uh let's see where he ended stage one seventh uh, and then of course you know didn't get as far as he needed to for stage two but he was in the top 10, and he was going to be staying around the top 10 for most of the day. That just was an unfortunate thing One, to if happen. You, I mean, again, not a Cup Series move. Like, think of, I get it. You're, you're mad at the move that, that Mayer made. I don't remember what Mayer did. But you can't go into that next corner. Now, Josh Berry's 24 points. He's the 12th of 12 drivers in the round of 12, or in the playoffs, really, because they start with 12, right? So he's now got the biggest hole to dig out of. Luckily for they don't go to Talladega next week, so they don't have that wild card in there. But you know they got Texas this week, and then in the Roval, which can be a major wild card. We've seen how these Xfinity Series road course races have played out this year, right? They've been insane finishes with with crazy shit happening. So now you're just super far behind the eight ball. Uh, I know you're excited about the four car next year and stuff, but uh, situational awareness, man, you just can't make mistakes like that. Um, so yeah, obviously killed my bet, killed your bet. Yeah, well. mine was Although, yeah, because yours Brandon Jones over Sammy Smith. That's the next yeah. one I had, and that was actually killed. This was cashing at the end of stage one. It was cashing a majority of the afternoon because you know it was Brandon Jones ahead of Sammy Smith. But Sammy Smith decides he's going to go ahead and finish in ninth place. And uh, yeah, uh, but still like Brandon Jones would have finished better than ninth easily. Place, so easily, yeah, this should have cashed, and it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Another one. This, uh, the race of teammates taking each other out. Another My bullshit God. one here. Austin Hill, top five at plus 140. This would have been easy money. And for whatever reason, uh, I believe his quote was, who needs enemies when you have teammates? Sheldon Creed just fucking wrecked him. I, I, I don't even know what happened on that one. Austin Hill was fast. I mean, he started in, uh, where did he start? He started 26th. So poor qualifying effort. He was up to third by the end of stage two, and he was going to be in the mix for that race, and he was going to definitely be inside the top five there at the end. <sighs> and then, yeah, Creed just just takes him out, and, uh, you know, oh, man, it's horrible. Sucks. Um, luckily for, for Hill, obviously, he's got a, a pretty good points cushion. He's still 21 points to the good uh, because of the, the cushion he had built up, being the regular season champion and everything. But this bet should have cashed. Um, I guess hopefully the only good thing about this is we'll probably get Austin Hill at even more plus money next week, this week, hopefully at Texas. Odds aren't out yet, but uh, that'd sure be nice to see. Can we get a Austin Hill, Sheldon Creed head to head? I'd love to have that one. That oh, would be a that'd be a better, good one to have. It'd have to be juiced pretty high to the to the hillside, you'd think. But hey, you never know. I didn't see any uh, any buzz from any of the the teams about what went on this uh, on this meeting Monday. So I, I'll be curious to see what comes out of that camp because I know Sheldon was like, "Oh man, I hate it. I didn't mean to do it." But uh, I mean, look, man. I, I know I know that drivers are now kind of coached to say that because they know that all NASCAR is taking everything they say and and literally using it against them. So, like, now when stuff happens, you're always like, meh, I I listed lazily to the left, and then it's kind of like that's Uh how this happens. So, I don't know. I'll be curious to see it. Um, My next one, holy hell, how does this one not (laughs) 
cash because of a freaking uh, fire. Earnhardt, oh, top five car, sucks. plus 350. Earnhardt, where would he have finished had that car not caught on fire? That was the weirdest thing in the world. He was running up front. He was leading this race. I don't think he would have won, but I, I highly think that he would have ended up. I mean, he was close. Uh, I mean, yeah, he probably wouldn't have won, but he was a top five car, no Easy. doubt. I mean, and, and was the best car at points throughout this race. Mm -hmm. This was a great call, but I, just to throw my next bet in there, too, as we talk about it, I had Jones over Junior, minus 135. Now, that might have still cashed at the end. It would probably would have been close, a lot closer than we had anticipated, but I, I definitely underestimated Earnhardt. I didn't think we were going to see him be that fast. That You know, we'd look back at, at what he'd done before, and it just it, it wasn't there. I'm sure the, the books were kind of shitting themselves. Somebody in, in the books layer somewhere hit the fire button and started that <laughs> to, uh, to save themselves of, of having to pay out bets like this. Um, but even with the fire, obviously Jones was out before junior four of the five JRM cars don't finish the race. Now the other one won it. So I guess there is that, um, it was just, it was so good to see junior out there again. You know, his radio transmissions were great. I fucking love this shit. I mean, he's just, he, he has so much fun. It's great to see like the inner child come back out and he gets to, he doesn't do it anymore. Right. He's retired and he's, he's gotten up there a little bit more in age and, and, but he still gets back in the car and he gets those juices flowing and feels that competitive spirit and it's he, he gets to live that again and it's great to see it. We get it again in a couple of weeks. He's going to be back at Homestead. I have to consider him a little more there. He's, he's going to be excited to go back to that track. Um, so yeah, this was a good, great call by you. Uh, again, I was I was against you on this one and uh, that didn't go well for me this week. But uh, man, it should have cashed. Unfortunately, ultimately it doesn't. Neither did mine. Uh, even though obviously both of them went out. Jones did go out before junior, so did not cash. And uh, your next bet was also a part of that uh, Josh Berry. <laughs> Josh Berry cost us a lot of money this week. We're going to start calling Josh Berry number eight? No, Jeez, because he's Barry, not going to be the number on. eight next year. So we can't just call <laughs> number him. Number four? Yeah, yeah, we'll just call him the number four. Uh, we'll just call him that driver. That former JRM driver, Mr. yeah. Mr. Fruit is killing us. Mayor, Mayor, top three car. We just went over, went over with Mayor. I was at plus 300 as well. That was, I felt like that one had a chance of cashing at some point. I mean, it definitely was, you know, yeah. I don't know. He, he could have been in the mix. I mean, we saw how fast the JRM cars were, right? Uh, obviously, Allgaier wins. Mm -hmm. Junior was fast. Jones was fast. Uh, and Barry and Mayer weren't bad cars either until they were wrecked. So Well, Barry again, was one of the faster ones right out of the jump, too. I mean, it wasn't as yeah. if he couldn't have an opportunity to be in the top three also. So, we're yeah, we're done with him. Yep. Riley Herbst, top five, five to one. Finishes eighth. I mean, you can't really ask for too much more out of a, out of a, a five to one bet. He was three spots away. Closer at the end. Could have maybe had it. Didn't quite have enough. Uh, started 16th. You know, just kind of slowly worked his way up. Didn't see any anything crazy, but uh, finished the race. So there is there is that in the positive basket. Didn't cash this one, but a five to one to, to be three spots away from cashing. Uh, I'll take that. Every Never question my winning number bets. Never. Just don't. <laughs> I'm telling you, I give them out for a reason. Uh, good. I, I got to go. Ones. I was gonna say I got to go back and, and look at how many I've I've actually hit this year. Uh, but I got to say that it's. Probably a pretty good margin that I've I've hit more than I've missed. Uh, winning car under eleven and a half plus money over at Caesars. I gave you plus one ten for under eleven and a half. I, I, I knew it was going to be again. I knew it was going to be Algaier. I I one thousand percent threw all of my weight behind that. But I also said that Jones was in the mix too, and both of them under eleven and a half. Well, I was right. So uh, let let's just put it that. I, and and here's the thing, right? I, this this covered so much more. Than, than that, and I wouldn't have been mad if, if uh, you know, uh, Austin Hill would have won um, or, you know, like a Trevor Bain for you or even uh, um, uh, Earnhardt. So I wouldn't have been mad if any of those guys hit. But I just, like I said, there was too much at the bottom of the barrel or not the bottom of the barrel, bottom of the list to, to go on. Yeah, I, this was a great call by you, obviously, first, second, and fourth, all underneath this number. Um, so yeah, my, again, you know, your numbers, not, not going to argue with you on those. I had Barry outright. We've talked about that. Obviously at seven to one Bane at eight to one, uh, didn't even realize he was going to have a kid that week and, and got the baby bump, but it did not bump him enough. Unfortunately, seventh place, but he was never really in the mix. Chandler Smith at 15 to one. Uh, he had a pretty fast car at points ends up finishing in, in fifth, uh, man, was it one of those later restarts? 
he was up there and he just like dropped way back and then he fought his way back up to fifth. But I thought maybe he would have a chance to kind of take something and he just, it didn't quite work. So I don't know if he, what happened on the restart. They didn't really cover it on the television, unfortunately, but yeah, just a rough day for my outright card. Luckily for you, it was not a rough day. Justin Allgaier plus 300. I did give out Brandon Jones at 25 to one. Boy, I would have much Which rather would have had been Jones a great bet too. Yeah. <laughs> to hit on that one. He, he could have he could have been the one. Mm -hmm. so. uh, and he probably did have the speed to do it. But again, it was Allgaier. And and the thing about it, too, is that this one was a hard-fought battle for Allgaier. 110 laps that he led in this one. But it just did not tell the story of how he had to continue to fight, especially on restarts. He, he oh my God, I was, I was like, how are you going to do this to yourself? He was leading... Uh, around lap 221 to, to 253, that caution came out. He came in. He took tires. I was like, no, there are not enough laps left for you to take tires on this. And What, oh. what a call that was. Yeah, I mean, was. yeah, that was, that was an outstanding call because I thought that was a mistake. I thought, wow, you're putting yourself so far back, and the crew chief was so confident, and, and – that's why he gets paid the big bucks, I guess, because it, it worked out. But woof, that was a that was a sweat for sure. I was not thrilled. I mean, I would have been okay because you know then it was the number eleven. I'm sorry, the number ten that took the lead uh, on that one. So I would have still cashed the under. No, but no, I would have been extremely upset if he would have won. Well, of course, and I think everybody would have too. <laughs> going to the Cup Series, Rod, because uh, okay, I don't ever want to hear the phrase trophy hunting again oh god it's no. a fucking lie yeah. Jesus christ we'll, no, no, we'll no, talk no. about that more tomorrow maybe but yeah uh, not yeah geez. we're done with that but yeah <laughs> allgaier wins this race he's back on top he's net to the next round of the playoffs smooth so and the one the one cody we've said this time and time again the one jrm driver that seems to rise above all of the the ruckus and the fracas so thank god for justin allgaier because if it weren't for him that whole team would probably be a giant mess. Yeah, for sure. And pretty cool of him to to announce in his post-race there. Uh, oh, I'm coming back for another year or two. We haven't announced it, but signed the deal. Obviously, Mayer had been announced earlier in the week. Gets to announce it there in victory lane. So pretty cool. Not a surprise. I would have been more surprised had he gone somewhere else, obviously. He's got it pretty good there. They've got a great relationship. And uh, I think he'll be there for, for probably about as long as he wants to be. I concur. Uh, all right, let's talk about the cup race, but let's also talk about a show that we love on this network first. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues. And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the marks. He is my hubby. And she's J-Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old-fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. Oh, yeah. They, they, he does know these people. How, how crazy that he's still around, Justin, oh, sticking around, listening crazy. to us. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for hanging out. That's fantastic. Also, shout out to to Miranda. She called out a pretty good uh, good call there too for you guys. I'm not going to tell you what it is because first of all, you have to go follow the old fashioned uh, fantasy football show on Twitter, and not just that, but you got to listen to the show because you're missing out on some gold. Yeah, it's one of my favorite shows. Probably my favorite set of our shows, of course. But uh, they're they're pretty close second place. Though. Oh no 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 they, uh, no! They do they're, a good job. They're my they're favorite great. above this one. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's <fine. laughs> uh, I can't really blame you. I mean, it's a good show. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, all right, Food City Dirt or Food City Dirt Race. Food City 300 was the uh, <sighs> Jesus Christ. It was the Bass Pro Shops Night Race over there at Bristol. Uh, and and again, like I said. As far as good race, this was a good race. This was this had everything you needed. Had multiple 100 lap leaders, like we kind of talked about it. And uh, you know, it was a, a battle around the front. We had a guy who uh, battled his way back from the back to get to the front. We had uh, guys who started in 36th and finished second. Then we had a guy who started on the pole, and I thought for sure was probably going to end up stealing this race, getting pissed off. We had a rookie leading. Like there was a lot of good stuff 
to uh, to be had in this race. But ultimately, Dennis Hamlin stamps his ticket to the next round, gets himself into uh, the, the round of, what is it now, 12 uh, in this, and wins this one, and cashes yet another outright. But we'll get there here in a second. But yeah, good race, good race. Just not, I don't know, it felt like it was just missing that, that uh, excitement level that maybe it was Dale Earnhardt being on the track for the Xfinity race that added to it, but yeah. Maybe, but yeah, I mean, we, so cut off the first four drivers, right? McDowell, Stenhouse, Kevin Harvick, oh. the, the storybook ending comes to an end. Here's my, here's my Place, brackets. If you, uh, <laughs> if you have uh, the option to bet on Phoenix, the winner at any point in time before that weekend, go put all of your money on Kevin Harvick because he is going to win that race. I, it will be the most illegal car that's ever <laughs> run in NASCAR. NASCAR will say nothing. Rodney Childers will never tell anyone. Kevin Harvick is winning. He won't be the champion, obviously. He is winning that race, I'm telling you right now. Uh, but then Joey Logano, last year's champion, will not defend his crown. Nope. Also was cut in the first round. So, uh, yeah, there was there was drama around that all night, right? Obviously, uh, uh, Joy gets spun and, and uh, causes that little stack up and uh, ruins Logano's day. Uh, and they were pretty decent on points going in and just, you know, go get out. Uh, Harvick was just bad all night. Like they, they could not figure anything out. Uh, very uncharacteristic, but overall thought it was, was a pretty good race. Um, so let me get to the results pulled up here. I started off with Chase Brisk. No, I tried to change his name to Chase Brisk. Yes. And that was a bad idea. Uh, he remained chase brisk. No, God, I just thought, I don't know. Just missed on this one. He's a, I was so heavily invested on him this weekend too, which makes me sad because he's been getting it done on the short tracks. And I thought we'd found a, a system here. System did not work. Uh, Daniel Suarez, not impressive 21st, just like I thought he would be. That's what I was going with. Uh, and I thought that Briscoe would be a 10th place car, maybe a little better somewhere around there. Not the case. He's 27th. Uh, he started 14th, but I don't think he ran any better than that all day. Uh, just ugh, rough night for 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 Briscoe, uh, Brisk no rather, and uh, does not beat Daniel Suarez on this one. He does not. You talked about Kevin Harvick and how he was struggling. Well, he didn't struggle as much as I would or would have thought he would have. But then you know, look, Kevin Harvick. I, I had Joey Logano. I'm bearing the lead here because I'm already frustrated about this. Um, I had Joey Logano over Kevin Harvick in qualifying. And listen, Kevin Harvick qualifies in 21st. I'm thinking, oh, that's fantastic. No, Joey Logano stinks it up too and starts in 28th. Like neither one of these guys. Harvick was giving Logano the opportunity to cash this bet and he still couldn't capitalize on it. Both of those guys were slow on the day. Yep. And, and this is the reason they both got eliminated. They both, you've got to start. I know that Larson made it up, made the mistake, made it up there. I know Hamlin made the mistake and made it up there. But if you start out the weekend slow and you put yourself this far behind the eight ball, and Joey said it, that's why they got wrecked because they were running in the back where they should not have been. Uh, and so, yeah, unfortunately, uh, you, you called it correctly as far as, as Harvick not being greatest at qualifying. But obviously, then Logano comes out, stinks it up afterwards. Um, I had Kevin Harvick to finish over Martin Truex Jr., minus 115. Uh, this was a track history thing, right? I, I didn't think that, that Truex was going to be very good, uh, and he wasn't. <laughs> he finishes in 19th. Uh, after starting fifth, like, comes out and qualifies well, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe. But, uh, I mean, he, he just he slid back right away. He was ninth by the end of stage one. He was out of the top ten by stage two. Uh, he was complaining all night about his car, was not happy with anything. Um, it's crazy. Luckily for them, they uh, they you know snuck through right and and pointed their way into the next round. And he goes from being seven below the cut line last week. He's back up, tied for first place with uh, William Byron, plus twenty five. That's the great the I think a great thing about this system. Like they had to earn it, but they made it to the next round. Boom, you get that reset, that bump. Uh, so that's the advantage he gets. Um, but Kevin Harvick again, we talked about it. Just fucking slow. I mean, I, I don't really know what else to say. Like. Uh, Childers said they brought the same setup they had last year. He does it, and he is he is probably the smartest driver or the smartest crew chief in the garage. Like I think at this point in time, you know, obviously with Chad Canals not being a crew chief anymore, like Childers is probably the guy. 
and uh, he just it was completely puzzled at least to the media on what what happened and and they don't know so i don't know what the deal was but uh correct on the the part of Truex not being good here and not getting a good finish uh but obviously harvick <laughs> finished worse so it, it did not pay out um, Cody, I'm, I'm parking another eight car in my garage, uh, and I'm probably never going to speak. <laughs> no more number again. eight. <laughs> no more number eights in either of the Xfinity or the cup series. This eight has checked out. I, I, I keep trying to make a case. What's the I, I don't know. Understand. I don't know. They were so good early in the season. I don't know. I honestly, it's, it's like, <sighs> it's like your attention span. It needs to last all till November. It can't be like come out and this isn't the short season. This is a long burn. So Kyle Busch, I took him over Ryan Blaney. And I mean, Blaney starts 22nd, ends up 11. Bush finish or starts 20th and finish 15th. Like nowhere in there should Bush have not finished better than Blaney. And Blaney had his problems throughout the entire race. It wasn't as if Blaney was running in the top 15 all, all race long. I don't know. I don't even know anymore how I'm going to put any faith in a good finish for Bush. And and this is why when you look through track history, when you read through, I mean, again, Harvick's names all over these tracks, Bush's names all over these tracks, right? Laps led, wins, top tens, top fives. You can take all of that. And this is why when, when everybody says to me, well, you, you really can't put any stock in momentum. Bullshit, you can't. This is exactly why you put stock in momentum because Kyle Busch has been the best driver on all of these tracks at one point in his career. This season, dog shit. Can't even make it up. So, again, I'm just saying, like, I'm off of him for the rest of the season. I don't care what the track stats say. I don't care how good he's been. I'm done. I'm off of Kyle Busch. Best part of the show, Rod calling out bullshit. I love it. Uh, I mean, these are just two guys you can't, you can't trust on a week-to-week basis, and and. I think I brought that up when you brought this bet up was like, these are just, you don't ever know what you're going to get out of these two guys. And they could both like going to Texas this week, either one of these guys could win that race or either one of these guys could finish 25th. Like it, it, it's that wild of a swing, much like with Logano. And you just, it's so hard. I, I, I've not figured out how to like uh, this, this team or either of these teams, really either of these guys lately. And it's just, it's been rough. So uh, Briscoe, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm still trying to decide if these were bad bets or if they just didn't break the right way. I, I don't know. I had them top 10 plus 325, top 5 at 10 to 1, fastest qualifier 20 to 1. Qualifying, he comes out and he fucks up his first lap. He gets all squiggly, fixes it, and lays down a burner in the second lap that would have put him in the final 10 if he was in the first group, but he was in the second group and he gets bumped out, so it doesn't obviously get it there. But I was, I was, I was like, great, got some speed. Uh, Mark Harris had texted me uh, Skybox. Uh, I had been on his show earlier that day, and we had talked about Briscoe over there. And I was like, he's like, some speed in that car. I'm like, yes, speed. I love it. This is good. I don't know what happened to the speed. I don't know where it went. Uh, they swapped it out for the Mahindra tractor, and Briscoe was slow. So, I, I, I again, I don't know. Ah, man, I, I, I still haven't even decided if this was everything pointed there for the short tracks, and I don't know if you can't treat Bristol as a, as a short track because it's a little different. I don't know. It's I'm funny. I'm still undecided as to whether these were was good bets or good angles or not. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, we said it though. We said that this is everybody wants to comp a track to Bristol. You can't comp a track to Bristol. Bristol True. is its own track. <laughs> like you can look at short track packages and 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 see, but when you look at the patterns of of these races versus other short track races, it doesn't pan out. So. I mean, I know, I know we love our stats. I know we love to try to come in and say, this is what's going to happen. But sometimes this is what happens. And to be honest with you, it's exactly what happened to this next bet. Where was Eric Jones's speed? There was zero speed in that no, he 42 had car. He was good. It was uh, fucking tough. What was it? I don't remember what happened. Did they have a loose tire or a flat tire? Yeah, but he they started thirty first though, and and well, finished yeah. 24th. Speed so. wasn't there early, but yeah. he was he had gotten up to a top ten at one point, and I was looking. I'm like, okay, he's looking good here. He's got a chance. And then they, for some reason, he had to go back to pit road. I can't remember if they felt like they didn't get it on all the way, or if they had a flat. I don't remember what the deal was. And his teammate Carson Hosovar, it was what fourth, fifth start. He finishes eleventh. Like, what a great run by him. He's yeah. tearing it up. Announce him to Spire already for the 77. Why are we waiting? I don't understand. But 
yeah, great run by him. And man, I don't know, Jones. I, I still feel like this was a good bet. I, they did show speed. We've seen the momentum from from them lately. I have to toss them out there to five to one because you took this. This was the bet I wanted that you took from me. Uh, so I don't know, Ryan Priest, top ten at eight to one. Boy, how this could have changed the day. Finishes in twelfth. So close. That obviously, I think this was a great bet. Obviously, uh, he was close, right? Eight to one. You're two spots away. You can't get too much closer without hitting this. Uh, just needed a little bit more to shake his way. Maybe get a late caution in there. Shakes things up a little. Unfortunately, didn't cash, but I do feel like it was a it was a good call. Yeah. Again, it's just a, it's so tough because a lot of times these pit strategies take the wind out of your sails and the things that they do, and it's just you know some people staying out longer on top. It's just yeah, it's so frustrating. Um, yeah. I don't like strategies. I'm I'm done with them. Uh, <laughs> speaking of strategies, whatever Chase Elliott had was uh, good enough to keep him in the same place he started. Two more spots, Chase. Two more spots. All you needed to do was finish in fifth place, and you would have cashed the next bet for me. Um, unfortunately, you did not, and therefore, uh, I'm I'm, and you don't even care if I'm not happy with you, so it doesn't matter. But Chase Elliott again. Not as good as his, his teammate Kyle Larson on the day. Just a top 10 car is all he was. He was probably no Man, better than 7th. Is that all we're getting from Elliott the rest of the year then? Like he's just going to be a top 10 car and okay, and we're just going on to next season? I don't At this uh, point, again, that could be all that's guy. left, you know? I mean, he's he didn't have it early in the season because of the injury, so maybe they are just sort of saying, we'll roll this around. We, we maybe uh, gave him too much credit to try to go out and dominate these things. Maybe they're just content to, you know... They Maybe don't they the did money. move on in the uh, in the owner playoff, so he's he's still live over there. Uh, for what that's worth, obviously we know they they're watching that at least. So I don't know. Uh, Rod put my put too many eggs in the SHR basket. That was a grave mistake by me. I apologize for that. Kevin Harvick top five plus two forty. We talked about it. Just zero speed in that. It very 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 uncharacteristic from that entire team, from that driver, from that crew chief. I really don't know what else to say. I mean, all the numbers screamed how good this should be. We know how, how he's been running good this year, even though he hasn't got the win. Like, some of the results have been there. He's had some some fast cars of points, and he kind of fades and finishes top five, top ten. Like, that's what I expected, and, and just fucking slow. I mean, he was so slow. I I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I'm at a loss. I, I would probably place this bet again because it's Kevin Harvick at Bristol, but... Well, Man, you can't. They, they, now. That team was just slow. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're never going to get this chance again. So I, man, it, it just, it blew me away how bad they were. And it should not have been that way. So uh, maybe we need to do like a whole gut, gut bet episode. Just a, just a gut, gut handicap. And don't, I mean, look at the numbers. Just come on and be like, you know what? This is what I think is going to happen. How'd that go for my gut bet this week? Oh, <laughs> that's true, too. Uh, Dos Flacco's saying old fashioned football, Elijah Craig, or two. <laughs> we're getting fantasy football advice get, get in the NASCAR whiskey, channel. Uh, whiskey hey. advice in here. <laughs> or, or whiskey too, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> is that what that is? I think that is. I think those are whiskeys. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, Elijah Craig, what team is he on? Uh, I thought maybe that was like a... Tell him more, dude. It could be a guy's name. A fourth stringer things. somewhere I didn't know about. Uh, all right. So my next one, I, I again, the, the same number they gave me for Xfinity, they gave me for Cup. I took the number. It was under 11 and a half. Cash that one, baby. That's two on the weekend. Two number bets. Same number, by the way. Uh, I love it. So, yeah, I, I cashed that one, minus 120 um, on Caesars. I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I mean, it would have been Larson. Yeah. It would have been Hamlin. Either yeah, one, of, either them one of these guys that were winning. There was, there was zero chance anybody but Larson or Hamlin was winning this race. Exactly. I mean, they, they were just head and shoulders above it. Both of them got sent to the back at one point fought their way back to the front so yeah great call by you um i gave out joey Logano as my gut bet at 17 to 1 i said it felt like a joey race uh that's what i get for trusting my gut i guess I everybody know. but joey thought that was a joey race <laughs> yeah I, I don't know again it's just sums up with that that ford pro i mean the ford in general is and what team penske's been through this year like i, I don't know and then yeah you would have told me joey Logano goes out and ryan blaney advances I wouldn't have seen that coming. Uh, I don't know. but uh, And then I gave out Briscoe 100 to 1. That one did not cash. But James Dennis Allen Hamlin, he did cash 8 to 1. 
Uh, it's it's been he's been the fastest car the last couple of weeks. Again, the racing gods always even it out. Rod, he had the fastest car the last two weeks. He didn't win. It was half the work this week, and then he was gonna have to get it, uh, and he did. He he wins it. Uh, did you see? Did you see his intro? So they get oh for yeah. driver intros. They they get to pick their own. You know, it's like fifteen seconds of a song. I don't remember what the song was, but then they walk up to the microphone, and it, you know, it's Kyle Busch, driver of the number eight, Richard Childress racing, or whatever. He walks up to the microphone and he goes, "You know," and he walked away, and everybody boos. It was great. And then on the front stretch, as he's being interviewed afterwards, uh, he said something about to the. Oh, I think the guy asked him, "You know, what do you have to say to all these boos?" And he goes, "I beat your favorite driver." And he goes, "Who's that?" And he goes, "All of them. All of just them. fucking great." <laughs> God, I dude, and I tweeted this out afterwards, like. I used Denny Hamlin was probably number one on my most hated driver list at one point. Like, could not stand the guy. Hate. Like, I am a. I'm going to buy when he wins a championship this year. I'm buying Denny Hamlin gear. Like, he he is. I fucking love the guy. I don't know if it's because he's leaned into this villain and you get to see him on the podcast. Like, you get to see like the inside. But like, I I'm, I love this guy and he's cashed so many bets. That's probably that's probably the main reason. <laughs> he's cashed a lot of bets for us this year, but. Dude, I just I've fallen in love with Denny Hamlin. It's great. Uh, I love that he's just leaning into being the villain. Uh, I love, uh, yeah. It's he's he's gonna win the championship this year. I, I said at the beginning of of the playoffs, I'm sticking to that. Uh, Denny Hamlin is on his way to be the champion this year. He's gonna round out that uh, Hall of Fame resume with <clears throat> with the most important thing on there. Well, and it's funny because I I told you I had a lot of my family over my uncle, my aunt, my brother, pretty much everybody was over to watch Bristol, and uh, everybody was was not wanting Denny Hamlin to win this race. And te- technically, I was kind of with them because I wanted Larson, who I picked as my outright uh, to win this race. Of course, I also threw out Harvick. Screw that, sixteen to one. It was a. It was we already talked about. It. We've already buried Har- Harvick. Um, but again. Like, none of them really wanted Denny Hamlin to win, and so when he ended up winning, they were just as unhappy as the crowd, and they were probably booing just as loud as the crowd. And me, I was like, oh, yeah, Cody cashed out, right? You know, I was pretty happy for that. But other than that, I was like, yeah, I, I guess. Listen, so the fact that he's got a, um, he's got an outlet now, he's got that podcast, I feel like it's made him much more bold in being yeah. him. You know, yeah, because he gets he gets a chance he, every Monday yeah, he, to get on and talk right about it. it. Yeah. yeah, and he'll he'll talk about it. He'll, uh, I love it. Uh, Dos Flacos can still get heel Hamlin future at plus four fifty. Heel hey, Hamlin. the script writers, the the script writers, right? Uh, w they called WWE up after they had uh, was it is it Cody Rhodes? I think that's his name. Yeah. He was on the Dale Junior show, uh, and so then I'm sure that the script writers were talking, the WWE guys were talking with the NASCAR guys after that. You're gonna turn Hamlin from the heel to the champion. It's the classic wrestling story, right? Uh, I think that's a classic. Story. I don't watch wrestling, so I, I'm assuming that's how it works. It's a thousand uh, percent that. That's exactly <laughs> from what I've right. heard. I think that's how it works. No, nope, so you are. That's the uh, that's the thing. Plus four fifty still. Oh, I'm gonna have to go drive to somewhere and place another bet tonight because oh, I love it. Uh, Denny Hamlin plus four fifty. Get in on it now because he is he is winning the championship. It's. I, yeah, but it's great. His podcast has been great. Uh, if you don't listen to that, obviously listen to ours first, but then go listen to his. It's He does a great job, and, and you get to see things from his point of view and how he views things. He's got the driver point of view. He's got the owner point of view. Um, and, yeah, speaking of the owner point of view, you see Michael Jordan sitting on the box behind Booty Barker. Can you imagine, like, you're already, like, trying to make the play, or, like, you're trying to make the next round of the playoffs, you got all this pressure. You're trying to keep Bubba in check, right? Because he's, he can be emotional and, and get out there and all this stuff. And then Mike Jordan's tapping you on the shoulder during the race, asking you questions like, oh, of anyone like Michael freaking Jordan. Jeez. Shout out to Booty Barker for holding it together through that because good Lord. I'd be like, MJ, did I come and tap you on the shoulder on the bench? Did I did I ask you questions <laughs> no, while you, you were sitting you, there winning championships? Answer, if MJ asked you a question, Rod, you turn around and answer that man's question. I'd be like, <laughs> MJ, cool it, brother. I'm trying to shoot a free throw here. You, I, I didn't have. You know I was just like shakes his head. He does like one of these. You know, yeah. Like, just Stop busy right now. Stop talking to me. Stop. Stop. No, MJ. No. I know you're the greatest there, 
But we're the greatest here. No, I think you turn around and you answer MJ's question. No it's what, true. So. You do, you do. <laughs> so, um, All right, well, we're off to Texas then. This, That's it for Bristol. We're off to Texas. Uh, the Texas Motor Speedway is the next race for us in the Cup Series. Um, going to have some fun looking up stats over the next couple of days for that. Uh, trying to dig up who we think is going to to move on. Uh, Cody already told you who's who's left in the playoffs now. Cody, where's your bracket? Mine is missing. Oh, yeah, I was gonna look. Mine is now missing. So I I don't have the four and the twenty two anymore. That's those are the two that are gone from mine. So I had three of the four correctly going out. I had Stenhouse McDowell, which again low hanging fruit, yeah, but I also had Logano going out, so I did get that one correct. I did not have Blaney. Or, uh, I had Blaney going out and Harvick making it. So, uh, but I did have Harvick going out the next round. So I'm, my bracket's still still pretty well intact. Um, well, my final uh, four is still there. The 19, the five, the 11, and the 17. Those are all still there. I don't know how yeah. well the 19 is gonna. I've got my through. four intact and my eight is still intact. So I've only one, only one in, wrong, incorrect in the round of 12, which is Blaney. I had out uh, and Hart. Or wait a minute. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Blaney. I had Blaney out, but but he made it, and Harvick, I had making it, but he got out. So yeah, yeah that's Harvick is yeah, in the round but, of eight for me. So that's that's the only one that's going to not make it through. Everybody else, pretty much, you know. Yeah, and I still feel so like in this next round, I have Larson going out, which I still I know how fast he's been. I know how good he's been. This is the most important race of the season for Kyle Larson for sure, because if he doesn't get it done at Texas. He's going to Talladega, where he's probably going to finish 35th or worse. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting. But I have him, Bell, Chastain, and Harvick going out, which obviously Harvick is already out. Um, but Chastain and Bell, I still feel like probably could go out. So we'll see. Got a maybe we'll, go. uh, we got an extra show this week because no truck series. So maybe we can pick our, our four that we're going to go out on that show um, on Friday. Sounds good to me. So then let's do that. Let's turn everybody loose. Thanks for joining us live, by the way, if you did that. If yeah. you haven't already, guys, I highly suggest you you subscribe on YouTube, click that bell. I mean, we try to do as many Monday shows or, or recap shows live as we can. Uh, obviously, sometimes schedule don't permit, but you know, you'll get a notification when it does go live and you can chat with us and tell me that uh, Elijah Craig is not a player on any NFL team, but he does happen to be a good whiskey or bourbon um and and make fun of me for not knowing that in the first place so you can't do that when you're just listening in the car i mean you can but no one's gonna laugh with you so uh yeah definitely get in on the youtube for that absolutely it's great it's uh yeah i love it <laughs> all right well let's turn you loose for the day to go buy yourself some elijah or a tula more dew which is mountain go. dew's uh cousin but uh, definitely. <laughs> Cody, let everybody know where they can find you on social media before I completely alienate an entire segment of the audience. Oh, this is great. Hopefully you stick around to the end for things like this. Uh, follow me over on X, at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Check out the F1 Gambling Podcast as well. And uh, yeah, be back with all the regular articles and, and shows this week. Again, got Xfinity, got Cup, both in Texas this week. Check it out. I'm excited. Indeed, follow me on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, not on the back road this week, but that's all right. Seth's got a special guest. He'll pull in to talk about Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, make sure you're clicking that link in the bio. I'm having some pretty good uh, success with these prop bets that I'm writing for Sportsbook Review. Went two for three again last night. So uh, thank you, Tua, for not throwing 33 passes, and thank you to the uh, New England Patriots for covering that uh, seven-point spread that I had set up. So outstanding stuff there we'll be back tomorrow cup series from texas we'll lay it all out for you until then everyone let's go racing and let it ride <laughs>